0: This is not the time to go to Vegas. You've got a serious public image problem right now. Well, that's why I'm going, all right. Hoping by the time I get back, everyone will have forgotten about it. Come on, Vinny. Listen, we need to get you a job. You read any of those scripts? I brought them with. Thought you might read them to me. What do you mean? I mean we could use a chaperone. Help keep us out of trouble.
1: Vegas, baby, Vegas. Welcome back, everybody, to Oh Yeah, Oh Yeah, the Entourage podcast. I am your host, J.R. Hickey, coming to you from San Francisco, California. If you are new to the podcast, every Monday morning we break down a new episode of the acclaimed HBO dramedy Entourage with a guest. Our guest this week, one of my favorite comedians working right now, Matthew Broussard, So fucking talented, so fucking funny. He was just on The Tonight Show. He's performed on Conan O'Brien. He had his own Comedy Central half-hour special. Super gracious with his time. Had to go bid on the desk for such a huge episode, the iconic episode where the boys escape LA and head to the Veda Strip to win a little bit of money and judge a stripper contest. Can't tell you enough how grateful I am to Matt for his time. He literally recorded with us when he was in between sets at a comedy club. So, it was done over Skype, the audio quality is a slight step down from our normal recording experience. There's a massive heat wave here in San Francisco, so you might hear a fan in the background. But regardless, the conversation was great. He told some great inside Hollywood stories. He talked about the audition process. He talked about what character he would play in the Entourage universe, as well as his overall opinion of the show. If you did a chance, please, please, please go see him live. He's going all over the country in the next two months. Go to his website, mondaypunday.com to check out his tour dates. And thank you guys for supporting live comedy. Before we dive in, I also want to give a special shout out to Frasier Tharp, a guest we've had on twice here. gave me a really great opportunity uh, last week on Wednesday, September 11th. It was the eight-year anniversary of the Entourage finale. So he and I collaborated, and I wrote for Complex.com an 8,000-word breakdown, ranking every single celebrity cameo in Entourage history. There were 121 celebrity cameos total, It was a ton of work, but it was a ton of fun. Hope you guys had a chance to check it out. I have the link to read that in the bio of today's episode. As always, please make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Oh Yeah Pod. Listen to the Oh Yeah music playlist. The link to listen to that is in the show's bio today as well. I know you're excited. I'm excited. Don't know if you can tell. Vedas, Baby Vedas, with Matthew Broussard. Talk to you guys next week. So joining me this week... Is a New York based comedian who has had his own Comedy Central half hour special. He's performed on Tony O'Brien and most recently on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Dialing in late on a Thursday night from a comedy club, Matthew Brassard. Welcome to the Entourage Podcast. Woo!
0: Thank you so much for having me. Wow, that was that was a great intro. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you
1: very much. We played like some phone tad. We had a dumb and dumber moment today where you thought it was ten A. M. and it was actually ten PM. Eleven. 11, 11 that's p.m. Right. Hysterical. That's
0: when you have a meeting. That's <laughs> when you record podcasts at the the, the ripe energetic hours of 11 p.m.
1: <laughs> Not when the host is in San Francisco and the desk is in New York, but yes. these things happen. Are um, oh, you excited to talk about Entourage today?
0: I am. Yeah, I am. I very much am. I got shut down. I was taking a sketch class, and I, I brought up, a, we were talking about film versus television. I go, you know, it's funny, there was a scene in Entourage years ago and a girl goes, don't, just don't. I was like, what? She was like, don't talk about Entourage. And I was like, but it's relevant to that. No, don't. And I was like, now I feel I get to be around people who appreciate the commentary made by that show.
1: You feel you feel seen. You finally feel I seen. I feel
0: seen. I got shut down, man. I hurt my feelings. i sorry to hear that. And fun fact about my history with Entourage. Let's hear it. When I moved to LA in 2013, the first thing I auditioned for was the role that ended up being given to Haley Joel Osment. No way in the, in the movie, Entourage movie. I that was the first thing I auditioned for. What yeah,
1: a great piece of trivia. Haley Joel Osment killed it, but I think you would have made an. Interesting, he killed it. I think
0: you would have made an interesting
1: uh, spoiled rich kid. To be honest with you,
0: I mean it's it's every per, every character I've played since, so <laughs> not much of a stretch for me.
1: We're talking about a huge episode today, Matt. Uh, Vedas baby Vadas. Uh, before we dive in, I'd love to just hear. I mean, you gave, you gave us a little background there, but. What was your experience with Entourage, like When did you first encounter the show? Did you did you watch it all the way through? What was your opinion of the show overall? I didn't
0: finish it, and I didn't have HBO, but I watched it when I could, and I loved it. Uh, it was so cool, to me, at that age. It was so neat because back then people didn't realize you didn't get that kind of insider information on how Hollywood worked. Now we we know like oh yeah I got this pilot yep. that's going, and uh, this movie we hope it goes to you know it gets a theatrical. Back then we didn't know that jargon, we didn't know the inside because it wasn't Twitter. So it was so cool. It was, our, it was our first glimpse inside of Hollywood and it made us all feel hip for getting to to have a partner it made us feel like we had a friend who was it was it was big
1: be honest when you got to Hollywood were you a little bit like is it gonna be like entourage <laughs> no,
0: no. <laughs> that's good I think by that point I was pretty just you know uh, disenchanted with with all of that and it was higher up and it was also such a different era Definitely. by the time I got there but I did spend I lived Blocks away from the Sunset Strip, so I would walk up and down where they filmed the intro because that's where all the comedy clubs are.
1: Yep. Well, we named this podcast after the intro song, so let's dive in. It's a bid episode. You're a bid guest. We appreciate you coming on and and, and chatting about it with us. Um, Vedas, baby, Vedas. It aired on Sunday, August sixth, two thousand and six. wow the number one college you were in college. you were just out of college what do you what do you think the number one song
0: was at this time matt number one song was probably umbrella by rihanna
1: you know what that's fucking pretty on point i think umbrella was in the same no i was a year earlier
0: i'm sorry (laughs) Uh, a was it maybe milkshake no no that was too early um bossy
1: Nope, it was uh, Nelly Furtado featuring Timberland, Promiscuous, Promiscuous.
0: yep. Yeah, that was one of all summer. I was such a Nelly Furtado fan. (laughs) So was I. I still am, I am. Well, her her early music is so good, it still holds up. Whoa, Nelly by Nelly Furtado. I feel like I will rep this album until I die. It was so inventive, such a broad array of instrumentation. And uh, good. Yeah, it's good.
1: That's just a snapshot as to the time period we're talking about. The number one movie at the box
0: office this weekend. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay. Let's hear it. August is... uh, August 20, uh, No, you know, it was two months shy of Casino Royale that came out that November. Wow. So it couldn't have been that. (laughs) Avatar wasn't out yet, was it? I don't think so. Okay. Avatar Mm. actually came
1: out, I think, that holiday season. It was at a Thanksgiving through early 2007 run yeah uh
0: casino royale came out thanksgiving day that year oh that's right okay uh what was out that summer dude i don't a transformers movie maybe
1: Talladega Nights, the ballad of ricky bobby oh
0: yes (laughs) i went on a date to see that movie the girl named elizabeth i remember that and i remember the the, one of the scenes was one of the hardest i've ever laughed in theaters. Wow, what a trip this was. So good.
1: $50 million opening weekend. Okay.
0: Not bad for an R-rated comedy.
1: Not bad in 2006, $50 million too, right? Like, Yeah. It still sounds yeah. like a small amount of money now, but for a comedy? Yeah, absolutely.
0: True. Back when tickets were $8. I'm
1: going to do a quick recap of the plot, and then we're just going to dive into the categories, so just bear with me for a second. In the weight of the Queens Boulevard debacle, Vince decides that it's time to get away from LA and he takes a trip to Vegas with the boys and Ari. Turtle helps make the trip into a working trip by getting Vince a judge judging a, quote, beauty contest. While debating whether his client should be affiliated with a stripper contest, Ari starts chasing his losing streak at the blackjack tables. Eric has his own problems as he keeps running into Seth Green who taunts E about his past with Sloan. Drama has his own agenda for the trip, massages from his favorite male masseuse. Drama's doting patronage leads the former football star to think Drama's coming on to him, and Drama's advances are eventually welcomed by Ten, the man with the magic hands. Ari's losses continue to mount until Vince intervenes and starts playing his cards, and after stacking the chips high, an improbable spread of cards comes Vince's way, saving the day, and the streak of good luck comes to an abrupt end at the stripper contest when tension Between E and Seth Green come to a head And fists start to fly Vince's sullied image is in for another beating Matthew What was your favorite moment from this episode?
0: I mean It's not very inventive to say But the bedroom scene with drama (laughs) Hey Ken I got a nice pineapple coconut aloe vera gel Is that cool? (laughs) What the fuck are you doing Ken? Johnny I have never thought about a man In that way But the adoration you have poured on me today has made me feel that if this is something that you need, fuck it. It is Vegas. Johnny! Walking away from it, I had a different interpretation of it. Let's hear it. What if... Johnny Drama was sincerely coming on to this man the whole episode. Yeah. And then when he walks in the room, he actually notices him in his bed, and he doesn't look surprised. He actually sees him and continues talking after seeing him. And only after like two seconds does he stop Yeah, and ask what's going on. And the guy says to him, hey, I'm not gay. I've never been with a man, but if that's what you want. And then Johnny le- uh, leaves and never talks about it again. Is clearly violently angry. Yeah what if he was truly attracted to this man and when he said i'm not attracted to men but i'll sleep with you he was hurt that it wasn't love yeah. <laughs> that it wasn't reciprocated that he was just going to satisfy him but but would would not be into it you know
1: yeah he thought he had a connection with this masseuse he knew everything about him is him- just
0: a whore like,
1: yeah brought the almonds i mean it's a good I think a subplot, like, of Johnny Drama dealing with his latent bisexuality yeah. would be hilarious. Yeah.
0: So, Johnny Drama's gay. <laughs> bisexual.
1: It'd be interesting, right? It'd be an interesting subplot if this took place in 2019, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. It would, that's about euphoria. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's what
1: euphoria is. <laughs> so, Johnny Drama's not in high school. Although that'd be funny too,
0: <laughs> Young Entourage would be a great show. Oh
1: God, uh, my favorite moment—it's a small moment because this episode is really one of the one of the best in my opinion. It's a Mount Rushmore it's episode, a strong one. And I can't really pick out one favorite moment overall, so I'm just gonna go to a small one, which is just a small moment at the very end when E and Seth Green are kind of going back and forth at the stripper contest. Seth Green says something to E, I forgot what it is, and E like kind of takes a step at him, and Turtle holds E back.
0: It means she said you used to be obsessed with her. I don't think she needs to feel like you're still obsessed with her. She said I was obsessed with her? Yeah, sorry to say. No, that's all right. No apologies necessary. I mean, in reality, it's more like she was obsessed with this. (laughs) You know what? Keep fucking dreaming, Seth. Keep dreaming.
1: But then when Seth Green says the Jackson Pollock line, Turtle just shrugs and is like, "Go ahead, man," and just like lets him, lets him like unload on Seth Green. Oh,
0: you're right. I must have been dreaming about how I blasted her in the face like a Jackson Pollock. (laughs) You got a problem, fucking hand? No, but I did. It's ought to be good for
1: your image, Vince. Which Turtle's done a few times in this ep- in this show. He just like will will like hold drama back, and then someone will cross the line with drama, and he's like, "Gotta do it, man. Go kick their ass." Get in that fight, which uh, I thought was a nice moment. It was it was a small moment that only the host of the Entourage podcast would consider his favorite moment, though.
0: Actually, I changed my mind. My favorite part of the episode was the guy in Seth Green's crew. <laughs> who wore a t-shirt over a button-down. Yeah. I totally forgot that we <laughs> used to do that. <laughs> that was. I want to bring that back.
1: Yeah, it's a, uh, you could bring it back, man. If That's a look. It, you could. That's a good look. <laughs> I
0: mean, I, the champion's back in style. I know. Why can't sure. I bring that back? How funny is it?
1: The champion was like the cheap clothing growing up, yeah. and now it is the quality
0: product. I've been selling uh, hella merch. I, I, I made a bunch of t-shirts that say Participant, in the champion font, perfect. I'm selling him at shows. Yeah, champion, man. That was. Can
1: anyone buy him online?
0: Nope, because <laughs> I don't want to deal with copyright issues. All right,
1: go out and see come to me. a show. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about your dates uh, at the end of the episode. But definitely go out and see Matt and get one of those shirts. Real quick, that crew of guys uh, that Seth Green was with were extras that they hired in Vegas. They didn't even plan for his entourage. They just like. Hired a couple of dudes that were hanging out at the Hard Rock. How funny is that? That's so You're just funny. at the Hard Rock, and Entourage is like, "Hey, do you want to be in Seth Green's like
0: little posse?" They still use those those actors still use that to get laid at oh, bars.
1: Hundred percent that they had hundred like, percent. They were supporting actors on Entourage in its heyday. That's what they're
0: telling people. I actually, I actually noticed this. I like whenever I watch anything, I have to look up what the actor has done since. Sure. Um, those guys, I didn't look into, but I remember watching them because I watched the episode with my girlfriend. And just you could see that they were so nervous. <laughs> Whoever was playing them, you could see they were like they didn't know what to do with their eyes yep. or like their hands. And I was like, oh, those are those are featured extras right there. Yep. Uh, yeah. And then the guy who played the masseuse was so great. I'm, I'm sorry, we probably should do this in order. I'm no, jumping can, all around. We can
1: jump now. around. That's actually let's let's go there. So every week we do a Faces in the Crowd award, and, and we're giving it to ten the masseuse.
0: Johnny. Hey, Ken. It's been a while.
1: How are you, buddy? (laughs) Good to see you.
0: You look great. You look great. I lost a couple pounds. Yeah, it shows. Thanks. What do you got there? California almonds. I remember last time I was in town, you said you couldn't find a decent almond in the desert. So I thought, well. Well, I can't believe you remember. That's really thoughtful. I got an elephant's brain, Ken. I remember everything. Dude, for sure. He played the role really well. He he was into it. He looked the part perfectly. And that guy's a working actor. I looked him up. He's been doing, like, three movies a year or TV shows a year or since.
1: Yep, supporting role. Well, first off, the actor's name, Johan Erb. He's Estonian, mm-hmm. Estonian you know, from the Baltics. So he, he's got that kind of, like, former Soviet Russia, like, kind of, like, you know, Drago, like, look kind of to him, which I like.
0: He looks like an NBA player. Definitely. He looks like someone who, like, yeah, got recruited from the European leagues. Yeah.
1: 100%. He, yeah, he's had a nice little career. He's had supporting parts in Dirt, California Taste, and most recently he was on the, uh, I think it's the WB show, Arrow. He was the character of Vigilante, just like last year, so he's still working. Good for him.
0: Good for him. Handsome as all get out, too. Absolutely.
1: I also want to do one more faces in the crowd before we get back to favorite moments. That's the guy at the blackjack table, the, the bald guy. Did you recognize him?
0: Oof. No, but I could tell he was a, a working comedic actor just by how great he was in that role. I was like, that's... Who is he?
1: So he is... W- this is his most famous role, second to this, was he was one of the Bobs from Office Space. The consultants who come in uh... and start laying people off. I, I, I
0: knew I recognized well, you him. You know who the other one is, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, and I'm, of yeah. course... John C. McGinley. Thank
0: you. One of my favorite actors.
1: Uh, Scrubs... Incredible comedic actor.
0: but dramatic and comedic. He's such a chameleon. I know. I love Scrubs so much.
1: He's just got that like very expressive face. I know. We're
0: right. He can overdo. I watched that's a fun pilot to watch, by the way. We watch Scrubs, and I watch Scrubs with my girlfriend uh, opening, opening episode because I wanted to show it to her. Yep. And the opening episode is pretty weak. And then Dr. Cox went in, goes in and has this one scene. And it's <laughs> so fun to watch a show where one person is a good actor and no one else is. Yeah. Cause when they, when they shine, it's just, that was like, it's almost like you don't fit with how yeah. good of a, a character do. And he does that thing where he goes way over the top, but it all still works.
1: Ah. Scrubs had made a great rewatch, by the way, like a rewatching podcast. <laughs> when, I'm done with this, when I'm done with this in a year and a half, maybe I'll consider it.
0: They created bromance. They, totally like, they were it. one of the innovators of bromance.
1: You know what? That's a great segue, because every week, Matt, we talked about the favorite bros being bros moments in this episode. Look at that. Look at how good of a host I'm being.
0: God, you're a good host, <laughs> man. That was seamless. <laughs> so, and now a word from our sponsors. What's the... Okay, what was it this episode? So, think I mean, of...
1: so I so I want to throw it to you first, because bros being bros, the connotation may seem like when were they the most bro but that's not really
0: it. No, no, it's about love.
1: It's about, like, male friendship. So did anything jump out at you as being a moment of male friendship?
0: I I thought it was really cute when they were teasing E about yeah. how he's always been so jealous. Yeah, I like that too. <laughs> what the fuck is up with this guy? Every time I see him, he asks me about Sloan, he's got a shit-eating grin on his face. Don't get all panicky, e. Seriously, e, you'd be jealous if you said they were cousins. <laughs> what does that mean? It means you're a jealous guy. Always have been. Bullshit. Basically, you're like Eric Roberts in Star 80. How would you know? <laughs> I've heard stories. Yeah? Name one example. Andy Marco, 10th grade. You punched him in the head just because he got assigned to be Orgy Polini's lab partner. There's more to that story, turtle. He stole a frog. Hey, you know they got married? Really? No, but see, you're still jealous. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever, exactly. I don't think Seth meant anything. All right. Yeah, where like because a lot of times I think one of the most one of the strongest forms of connection between friends is making fun of each other because yeah. you can't do that with a with somebody you don't really trust and love, and the being like and they know him so well they're like you were always this jealous that was my favorite moment
1: yeah they're mess- messing with him about some like lab partner you had in high school yeah and they got even, married
0: by the way really yeah. no see how jealous you still are yeah, yeah.
1: it's. I think those are the moments, those bros being bros moments are the ones that stand out the most when they're just batting on each other. It's uh yeah. there's you know, there's the other moment when they're walking in the casino, they have this tradition, they put five on red.
0: Not all women. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got five? you waiting, bro. What's this? Tradition. When we were kids, we hit AC, we put five bucks on red. We win, we knew it'd be a good weekend. What if you lose? Vince never loses. Five on red. What? Red 16. Have a good weekend. That
1: felt like a nice written Bros being Bros moment, but if I can just like take a step back and talk a little bit about how this show did a great job in this episode of the four boys in the entourage plus Ari are like the five guys that they're like the five personality types that happen in Vegas. So Ari's the dambling guy. He's the guy who said, I need to go win my fucking money back. That's all he wants to do. He's the one who's, like, on the phone with his girlfriend the whole time. That's me. Yeah, So am I, to be honest with you. Turtle's Aww. the stripper guy, and Drama's the guy who just wants to relax and go to the spa. Like, I, I kind of love that snapshot.
0: Actually, I'm the hiking guy when I go to Vegas.
1: <laughs> you have to. I mean, I'm, have you performed in Vegas?
0: I do a lot, yeah. I go, like, two, two times a year to the Vegas Comedy Cellar. Date's coming up. Oh, perfect. And, yeah.
1: But that's got to be a, an interesting experience because you're there during the day while everyone else is sleeping and you're, yeah. you're, you're kind of gearing up for your big evening. And it's just probably a different Vegas for you, isn't it?
0: It's a different Vegas. We're not on the strip. Yep. So there's not the temptation. Yeah. It loses its – it's seven days. We also stay there full Ooh, seven days. So it loses its luster.
1: 100%.
0: But the mountains there are beautiful. The oh. red rocks. Oh, my Lord.
1: The area for those people listening who haven't spent time outside of the strip, the area around Vegas is, is very, very cool. Like, I we have friends who yeah. live in like a north suburb, and it's like a cool place to go.
0: Yeah, they all, there's a community there. Another city that also has really good hiking is Reno.
1: Oh, yeah. Just north of me. I I still have yet to go into Reno proper. Um,
0: oh, it's a sad town.
1: Is it? Do you perform at the time? Sorry to any
0: Renonians. No, but I had to go there once. Okay. <laughs> I had to say right you know, once. I remember catching a 7 a.m. flight on a Monday and waking up Oof. and walking through my hotel lobby full of people still yanking on the slot machines at 6 a.m. on a Monday.
1: That's sad. Um, let's talk about our least favorite moment from the episode. I don't have a lot, so if you don't have any, we can just kind of blaze over it. I thought the obsession with the masseuse was hilarious, but I thought drama saying that he wanted to lock him down for the rest of the day was, a, like, borderline creepy.
0: yeah. I I respected that the writers, though, it was basically a wordplay challenge of how can you say something that you wouldn't think sounds so bad coming out of you, but if you had it framed from this perspective, like being like uh, him being like, Oh, I don't go out socially with clients. It was like, I thought we were more than clients and being like, he could have said, I thought we were friends, but he said, I thought we were more than clients. I found that particular. Yeah. Interesting. You know what? Johnny drama's got just the cure for your heartbreak. Really? What's that? Boys, night out. Just a good steak, nice bottle of red, couple cigars, and some good conversation. You do that, Ken, and you'll forget all about women in no time. I don't usually go out socially with clients, John. Ken, I like to think after all this time, you look at me as more than just a client. What else stuck out to me? A moment that I didn't like was when he just hopped in the car and skipped his night with his wife.
1: I'm not going to Vegas on a Wednesday. Come on, what else you got to do? I have the theater with the wife and her mother tonight.
0: Move over, I'm in. A nice, relaxing Wednesday maybe just what I need. Vegas, baby. Vegas. I would never get away with that. <laughs> I could never pull that off. Yeah. Like, you have a wife and kids. What are you doing?
1: I mean, however, in terms of the written line, he's like, "I've got the theater with the wife and kids. Move over." <laughs>
0: yeah, offensive. it's a perfect. That's just a perfect sitcom line. Yeah. That's just like a straight up. Yeah,
1: yeah. I thought it was funny how like he doesn't change clothes the whole episodes. The whole the the crew oh. brought like suitcases, but Ari's just in his like three piece suit the whole time. I mean, wow. It's what you have to notice as the Entourage podcast guy, Matt.
0: What I didn't like is having done, having worked in Hollywood now for a, while, a little while longer and understanding how public appearances work. No one's going to hand you cash. Yeah, at all. For an engagement. <laughs> your, your your agent, they would send that to your agents.
1: In, in the form of a check.
0: And you would have a contract. It would be very formal. There would be taxes involved. <laughs> yeah, there would be taxes involved. The $100,000 cash. What? <laughs> Rolled up. It's with like, like a casinos river. robbed by a mom. <laughs> hey, boys. Fruits all green. Oh, easy with that, Ari. It's from Body English. 100K, Vince.
1: I thought it was interesting. That, like, the entire episode takes place in the Hard Rock. And, like, the Hard Rock is not on the Vegas Strip. It's off the Strip. It's a nice hotel, but,
0: like... That's why they needed Vinny Chase to draw people over, yeah. because they weren't on the Strip.
1: To Body English, a club that closed down, like, ten years ago, five years ago, something like that. Um, wow. I know. Memories. I know, good times. What uh? Any lines jump out at you, specific lines or quotes
0: from the episode? You go first. I'm trying to think of mine. Uh,
1: I got it. I got it. Um...
0: He's he's like hey jerk off you signed him up to judge a stripper contest. Really? Tiddy's it's a stripper contest. Nice. Oh I know my favorite line it. It was when he says, uh I, my integrity is completely for sale. Yeah. When he's talking to all the strippers oh, and perfect. he says it's a tough competition, girls. And what with a twenty-five thousand dollar prize? Everybody needs an edge. Fortunately for you. I left my integrity back in Los Angeles. My vote is 100% for sale. Uh, maybe, maybe you have the wording down, but no, I love yeah, The delivery was great. Turtles great. are very, he's funny.
1: Jerry Ferrara is really fantastic in these early seasons as the community relief. You know, it's a nice, yeah. it's a nice, uh plays differently than Johnny Drama. But yeah, at one point, Turtle says,
0: Wait till you see dinner. I got 10 of the best strippers in town joining us tonight. Strippers? Why? Now, shouldn't it be strippers how and thank you
1: thank you like, not nah. that he's the stripper guy it's just so perfect of course he's the stripper guy like there's always that guy when he did Vedas.
0: yeah i also loved i love when johnny drama was like you hear about my pilot <laughs> i was like he's seth green yeah. no yeah. no he didn't no. he's in movies he doesn't yeah. hear about your pilot at all also what a what a flagrant way to to bring it up What's, what's up, it? Seth? Oh, what's kind of How you doing? Did you hear about my pilot? No, congratulations. Thanks, bro. Oh, good for you, man. Could you use the word. <laughs> Answer
1: me this, Matt. I'm outside of Hollywood, obviously. So like, if someone books a pilot, don't you want to be bragging that you, the pilot that picked up to series? Like, why are you doing No, around-
0: you, you, you you do get to celebrate having a pilot since so many of them don't go to series. Um, you want to at least... Build some heat for yourself. Gotcha. You're always trying to build some heat. You're always trying to brag. It's like what married couples do on, on Facebook with their kids and their home and their vacations. Yep. Actors have to do with like their successes. You have to really magnify them. So if you book a pilot, there's going to be a Hollywood Reporter article about it. You can share sense. it.
1: Made sense. So and in today's digital age. You wouldn't
0: keep it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had one one time and I like to play. I, I well, Now I'm not doing it. Now I'm saying, bragging about it. But I had one one time and I, I didn't announce it because I didn't want to like jinx it, uh-huh. but it didn't go. So I guess who cares, but it, it felt weird. It, it You're right. It does feel weird to a little bit weird to celebrate something that might not go,
1: but it's still worth celebrating. You get paid. You do get some cachet behind You get, you name. get some
0: paid. Yeah. You, you says, but when it fails, then you got some stink on you, which is weird. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I can see that. Good thing. This is a podcast because nobody can cancel this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Boy. real quick let's talk about music there's some pretty good music in this episode did any songs jump out at you
0: what 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 songs are featured there it remind me because there's sure. one that was gone daddy
1: gone by Narles barkley as they're driving to vedas you know drama says the line baby vedas you know a, a nice swingers reference as they're driving to the strip um right lucini this is it when drama's walking through the casino in his robe And then, you know, I live in the Bay Area. This is a song that plays in every Warriors game and every, you know, Oakland A's game. Uh, Blow the Whistle by Too Short while they're at the... uh... That
0: song (laughs) is one of my favorites. I love that song.
1: You, you, You booked him into this. Turtle did. Nice job managing. This should be great for his image. What are you doing?
0: I'm on vacay. Get a cocktail. I just love... Blow the whistle by too short because he actually calculated how many hours he's been doing. I know. Rap. I know.
1: Uh, how, does, how does the song go? I got it. I I, I will butcher the uh, lyric. Two hundred and fifty five thousand hours or something like that. Like, rap
0: two hundred fifty five thousand hours. Get a calculator, do the math. Yeah, that he's actually <laughs> petty enough to <laughs> do the do calculate how long he's been doing it. Let's talk about
1: outdatedness you know things that don't age well outdated references that are made in the episode well luckily
0: there's nothing in this episode that doesn't hold <laughs> up perfectly
1: <laughs> you can say if something doesn't hold up okay l- i'll start so some of the things like turtle says so ken have you seen brokeback mountain that was like kind of a throwaway like okay we get it like that's also like a movie reference from 2006 that like m- maybe today people wouldn't understand um Turtles wearing a Steve Francis jersey when he was on the Knicks. Steve Francis isn't super relevant anymore. How about this? Uh, Seth Green wants to do a round of Jaeger shots.
0: Oh, it's Vinny Chase and the Chasers. Hey, let me get a couple more Jaeger shots for the boys from Queens over there. No, thanks. What's that? You don't drink, Eric? I drink vodka, Seth. I stopped drinking Jaeger in high school. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> when was the last time you did a Jaeger shot?
0: Uh, I. My sophomore year of college 2007 i had a jaeger in the freezer
1: same exactly so that was funny to me and then even e being like i don't drink jaeger i drink vodka I, I don't know the last time i just straight up drank vodka like i was in college
0: as well so oh man the uh i, I always love how people dress yeah that always makes me happy yep just the the, the way jeans fit and again t-shirt over button down oh my god insane it makes me so happy. What else? What, was, what else was outdated? What, what, what else stuck out to you?
1: Well, I like, so here's something interesting. You go to Vegas, you know, twice a year for a week at a time. It's not that crowded in this episode. Vegas in 2019 is a mob scene every day of the week. Every casino yeah. year. And if this episode were to take place in 2019, this is a category we do every week, Vince wouldn't be judging a stripper contest. He'd be like guest DJing at a nightclub. And that's what he did paid for. You know, he'd just be standing up yeah. there like, pumping his fists and at excess or Omnia or something like that.
0: Also, I apologize. I don't mean to degrade women in any way, but it was fascinating. Look at looking at the bodies of oh, the strippers. Yeah. Because now there's very much a different body type sought out by strip clubs. It was, that was still the, uh, we, remember that in, in 19, you know, 99, Pamela Anderson was the ideal body type for a woman. And now it has shifted to Kim Kardashian for a lot of uh, a lot of culture, and y- you saw a bunch of like six figure women with big fake boobs, yep. and that that was just like uh, ah retro, uh huh?
1: Hundred percent throwback, yeah. Every week, Matt, we uh, talk, we give someone a sits man award. So basically, who comes in who's not part of the regular cast and just kind of like sets the scenes on fire, and makes use of their minutes? There's really only one
0: person, right? Seth Green was so good. I mean he's he he also kind of did that thing not to insult the actors on entourage. It was kind of a John C. McGinley thing where I'm like, he's such a good actor that he has these ridiculous lines yep. and he's making them believable. Yeah. I uh, like you're watching me like, is Seth Green actually an asshole? You're like, no, he's just very good at playing one. Like, He's yeah. an experienced actor, yeah.
1: He's been in Hollywood since, like, 1982, since he was, like, eight years old. Like, Yeah. It's the We Don't Drink the crew. What up, E? Like, he does it so well. And him and Kevin Connolly, I've mentioned this a few times on the pod, but they're really close friends in real life. They came up together in Hollywood. Ah, so
0: that's so cool.
1: It's a nice little, like, you know, they, they played it nicely. Two good friends pretending
0: like they hate each other. Yeah. Yeah, who, was anyone else even, oh, I mean, Sven or whatever his name is. (laughs) Ten Ten (laughs) was very good. Yeah, no, no. uh, The oh yeah, the the masseuse. Masseuse masseuse. was really good. Yeah,
1: he uh he's got this like really deep delivery and kind of gravelly voice, and it makes you Mm -hmm. makes you like really kind of makes you tingle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, tingle. Maybe tingle a little bit. Yeah, I'll have to give it to Seth Rogen. It made me appreciate how good of an actor he is. Definitely. 'Cause again, I've 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 had auditions for roles like that where you just have to be just a huge douchebag and it's kind of difficult to be a douchebag because rarely do people rarely are people that that flagrantly antagonistic yeah. in, in, in the real world. So I respect people who can play that.
1: And in an audition room you're like excited. You're like happy. You want the role. So you're like, you're right. kind of beaming and you have this positivity. And
0: I've played that on, i played that. Yeah. I've, I've been booked like every role I've ever been booked for my like tiny, my ever, which is like three guest stars. No one's <laughs> ever seen, but it's, I so often, you know, I look that part. So I'm often playing like, which, what you, what you wear a dork. Like I, <laughs> it, it's, I don't know how to channel that. And it's, it's, I'm very impressed when people can.
1: I, I want to save this question for the end. Uh, I'll just ask it right now. Matthew if you could play a role in Entourage if you were a part of the Entourage you know
0: cinematic
1: universe whatever it may be what what role would you want to play
0: I'd love to be like a more successful actor that (laughs) Vinny beats out for a part like like a big shot that's good and that he like I'm I'm I have the movie and then like Vinny comes in and just gives this amazing audition (laughs) And they're like, cancel Matthew. We need Vinny for this role. I'm like, but I'm a big celebrity. Ugh. I would love to play that. That'd be so fun. Just just watch me just fail. That would be my ideal role.
1: And seeing you like, just do like bid shot celebrity things, like just kind of
0: like push people around. And like, I feel like uh, Vinny, was it Vinny? Like I just like kind of just like, subtle antagonistic stuff. <laughs> yeah, man, you've uh, you got a great TV career. <laughs> Just, like, real subtle little things. Oh, that'd be
1: fucking hilarious. Oh, let's talk about Johnny Drama really quick. What was your favorite drama mode from this episode?
0: There were a lot of good ones. The Almonds. It was really sweet that he remembered the Almonds.
1: That's a nice touch i moved to california five years ago and a good friend of mine lived in hawaii at the time and he Mm -hmm. sent me out a tear package and in it was a thing of almonds now he knew i loved entourage so it was an entourage reference but it was a nice touch although i'm like dude i live in california (laughs) almonds are fucking everywhere
0: they grow on trees literally Okay, and do we do each character?
1: No, no, just Johnny Drama. Uh, oh, just Johnny, We okay. always give Drama a little shine because he's just such a such a good character, we think. Yeah, he is. There's a small moment where uh, they're like at the, uh, I don't know what it is, like this after party, all the strippers are around. They have a little standoff with uh, Seth Green, and Drama goes,
0: Yeah, but is it going to last, though, or are we doing battle? We're not doing battle, Drama. It ain't going to happen. Uh his testosterone just put a kick in my neck i'm gonna have to get ken to work that out hey better hurry up drama looks like he's working one out right now Christ, Mike. just bizarre
1: <laughs> they have like that's a very funny line they have one word with seth green and it puts a taint in his neck and then and you know ten's like hey man i don't Ugh. we're closed for the day like why don't we just reconvene in the morning he's like there's no way i can't sleep without a rundown let's take it back to my room like uh just so he's that oblivious he's that yeah hey, we'll do it on the bed yeah <laughs> Okay, last couple questions, Matt. Thank you for taking time out of your day to be with us. Who won this episode? And you can't say Vince, because Vince wins every episode. Who was just overall winner?
0: I mean, Turtle had a good, good run of he it. Really, what, did. A, what a perfect thing, yeah.
1: He really did. He hit it off with the strippers. He's got four bottles of Cristal and chocolate-covered strawberries waiting back in the room.
0: I always, I, one thing I always think of, like true wealth, is what you can share. Yeah. Of, of what what little my favorite moments in um, doing what I do has been moments where I've been able to help someone else out. yeah, and it takes a lot to, to attain things for yourself is is nice, but it's it's really fun when you can just be like, and have you met Ashton? yeah, like it's it's really cool. And then and like it's it's crazy of uh of you know, uh, uh, Vinny can just be like, hey, all you beautiful women, this is my friend Turtle, bye. And, and yeah, I mean, it also demeans women in a horrible way, but like, good for Turtle.
1: <laughs> are you gonna call your wife, Ari? I don't care if my wife's getting fucked right now, Turtle. I need to get my money back. Uh, Uh-oh. Ooh. Hi, Vince. Hello. I'm Joanne, but I go
0: by the staging of Cheyenne. I understand you're judging the contest. Is there anything I can do to get you to vote for me? Uh, Yeah, Vince. What's a girl got to do to get a vote (laughs) around here? Come on, Vince. We're going to get stuck here all day. Let's go. Uh, Girls, due to circumstances beyond my control, me, I have to go. But talk to my boy, Turtle, here. He is the eyes, mouth, and ears of this operation. Enjoy. Bye, Where's Vince. the commission now? This is like Christmas. Hi, turtle. How you doing? you <laughs> really. Uh, his eyes near? There's a, a a legendary story. Stop me if you've heard it. And this is this is alleged. I don't want to. You know, I don't know if it's true. Sure. That uh, Leonardo DiCaprio has a bunch of friends, old friends that aren't actors, and they all go out together. And there's a signal. They all they're all trying to meet girls and bring them home. And if they really feel like they're striking out with a the girl, they'll make a hand signal. And Leonardo DiCaprio will appear, kind of mysteriously. Wow! Walk up, throw his arm around me, like, ah, oh, Kevin, right here. This is my, this is like my best friend, <laughs> dude. Kevin's great, and then walk away. Oh my! God. And that's it. And supposedly that that very much changes how that was going for well, these
1: guys. Well, I mean, I, I I hope you do know that part of that legend includes E. Kevin Tonnelly is that Kevin in
0: Leo's crew? Kevin's in Leo's crew. I just threw out the name Kevin. That's crazy.
1: Kevin is an original Kevin Connolly who plays E on Entourage is an original member of the Pussy Posse. Pussy
0: Posse. Which you're
1: referring to, yeah. So no, he wow. knows it, man. He knows he knows. Not
0: glorifying those guys, by the way. No, I don't yeah. wanna, no you're don't just talking about like, Those guys are great. <laughs> like, yeah, I've heard they've had some, some controversy, but
1: uh Yeah, no, you, you you told a story that maybe has been floating around in Hollywood for a long time and may or may not be some version of true.
0: That's that's all you're doing. That's true. It's a, is a. What's the word? Parabolic or apocryphal? I can't remember. I was trying to look that up today. Parabolic,
1: yeah. Let's, yeah like a parable? A, yeah, yeah, you're telling a parable. Yeah, maybe. Isn't a parable yeah. an analogy for something though? Who knows?
0: <laughs> Could be. Well, apocryphal. Whatever it is, is a story that's not true, but it it it's, it tells a message.
1: Yeah, and that's that's exactly what Vince does this episode, and that's really why the show is so great. There's just these moments of male friendships. They sit down at the blackjack table. He's like, I'll take some chips, please. All of it? Well, 10 is yours. Do what you want. Really? Yeah, man. Commission. You earned it. <laughs> Thank you, Vince. Turtle loses his mind. He's never had $10,000 handed to him. Like, and to Vince, that's chump change.
0: Yeah. Which it shouldn't be.
1: Was this an A list episode, a B list episode, or a D list episode?
0: Oh, this is an A list episode. Because I, you know, it's been years since I watched it, but I still remember this episode, which says something.
1: Staying power. A. Okay. I already kind of asked you a version of this question. This is the last question of the night. Mm-hmm. So, in your entourage, in your personal life's entourage, which
0: character are you closest to? Be honest. Um, Probably like. Somewhere between like the meekness of E and the lack of self-awareness of Johnny Drama. (laughs) That's good. Yeah, I I think I'm charming and subtle when I'm not at all. Okay. So probably Johnny Drama. (laughs)
1: Love that. I I just want a comedian to come on here and be like, no, I'm i'm vince
0: <laughs> I, I don't I mean, be,
1: no one's ever done it yeah. no one's ever ever what do most people say they all say some version of e or drama um and then a t- an occasional stoner will come on and say and also turtle
0: um you know what i, I think i might change my answer um i am queen's boulevard <laughs> is that what it was called queen's boulevard that's right man you nailed it yeah, you nailed fuck the I line. fuck i nailed it that's when he does the adr yep yep okay good Matt, this
1: has been an absolute blast Thank you so much. Where can, uh, where can the listeners of Oh Yeah, Oh Yeah see you,
0: follow you, listen to you? So I am on Monday Punday on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, I have shows coming up. I am October 3rd at the uh, at the Philly Punchline, come see me in Philly, October 4th and 5th at the DC Comedy Loft. You can also check me out at uh, the Dead Crow in Wilmington, North Carolina on the 18th and 19th of October. Well, I would be remiss to not inform you that I am performing from November 11th through uh, November 17th at the Las Vegas Comedy Cellar. Come do out it. and buy some t-shirts. Do it.
1: Come out, buy some t-shirts, talk to them about the, the Vegas Entourage episode, guys. <laughs>
0: Dude, you know, let's just talk. I'll watch the whole series and we'll just talk about it.
1: Let's do it. Matthew, thank you so much for joining. Have a great rest thank of your you night. Thank you very much. And, Keep it
0: crispy. All right, man. Can you believe people have no idea that this this call cut out seven times? No, hear t- one piece together. and <laughs> like, well, that was seamless. Like you have no idea how many times that call dropped, and you you edited it out. Yep,
1: exactly. It's perfect. And you know what? You picked it right back up. I'd call you back, and you just picked up your story as if nothing had happened. I mean, you're you're Well, well and then
0: I changed my answer to make it sound smoother.
1: <laughs> I appreciate it, Matt. So this will this will go up Monday. Perfect. All
0: right. Thanks so much.